You're listening to Kidding Ourselves. I'm Emily. And I'm Brian. This show is about our journey to parenthood through adoption. Greetings. And we're back. We're back. Recording for the first time from a brand new location in our home. What is it? It's our future baby's room. (gasps) Scary. I know. Currently, there is an unmade bed. I mean, meaning there's no sheets or anything on it. A dresser drawer. Just one drawer. Just just one drawer. (laughs) You mean a Chester drawer? (laughs) A Chester drawers uh, and a lamp and a rug and us. Here we are. And this is going to be probably, hopefully, where we leave our microphones set up from now on so we don't have to keep moving them around. Depending on how often I need to record drums. Yeah. Take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. Well, so today we are going to give an update about our, um, where we are in the process, which is... We have been approved Woo-hoo. fully. We're approved to study, adopt. Our home study has been completed and we are available for a kid. Yep. Just so, ready and waiting. So that happened. If a kid that's looking, we're available. <laughs> so that happened on April 30th. So we've been in the pool now for, I guess, three weeks tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. And apologies for not releasing an episode two weeks ago, but we didn't have time. Yeah. Brian's travel schedule is pretty nuts. And Emily takes lots of naps. No, I don't. I haven't napped in years. (laughs) But I'm not above it. I just am not a good napper. That's true. But I do like to come home and relax. And when we have crazy busy schedules, the last thing I want to do is like some process like get out the microphones and you'd have to do all the setup when all i want to do is just like be with you and chill yeah so Netflix anyway yeah we skipped an episode but that just needed to happen we know you forgive us all of our millions of listeners there it is you all forgive us but well so now that we're waiting we thought what are we were kind of thinking the most commonly asked questions and are you hearing that on the mic? Watson's scratching his chin and it is on my lap. So um, so naturally your whole vo- whole body is vibrating. <laughs> right. He does this when I'm sleeping and it wakes me up. I don't know why he, he insists on having me to lean on while he scratches. <laughs> he could easily go to any other part of the house and scratch to his heart's content. Yeah. Especially when he's jingling his collar. That's the worst. But anyway, as I was saying, since we're waiting now, we have been getting a lot of questions like what's next. And um, I don't know, we just thought that we could talk about what people do while they're waiting and what we plan to do while we're waiting specifically and see where that takes us. I actually found a list of 42 ways to survive the adoption wait. So should we hear what they have to say? Let's hear what they have to say. This is from creatingafamily.org. So the first one, I'm not going to go through all these, but just the interesting ones. The first one is get in shape. Get in shape. So 
It says, um, carry a five-pound sack of flour in your baby carrier to get ready and work up to a 20-pound sack of rice. I don't think I'll do that part, but I will try to be better about exercise. I feel like if we had a sack of flour or a sack of rice, that it would slowly lose weight over time. Right, especially it would, flour. It would just be what we use in our kitchen. Oh, I was just thinking it would leak out. Oh. What if it got a puncture and you leaked flour and rice all over your house? My baby. <laughs> My flour baby. Um, the next is... Is that che- like, like before it's a flower child? Yes. A flower baby? You're right. My flower baby. <laughs> the next thing is to choose a pediatrician. And we actually just went to a presentation at my work this week about that very thing, specifically about infant safety. And so one of the things that she just got on was like immunizations. And she was like, by the way, you should choose a pediatrician. So we already heard that and we're going to do that and start looking around. So I know um, a couple of our friends have ones that they like and would recommend. So that's a good place to start. But I also know that the Vandy one would be the Vandy Clinic would be good as well. For sure. Um, I mean, that's my pediatrician. That's where I go. That's where you go? Yeah. You're such a Ross Geller. Well, you know, if it ain't broke. And that was the next one, actually, is getting immunizations for us, which we plan to do. If I mean, we're probably up to date. I know I've had my Tdap, which has the um, pertussis vaccine mixed in, but... It's one of those things throughout my entire life, especially my adult life. I'm in a situation where somebody asks me or like it's on a form. Are your immunizations up to date? And I always think I have absolutely no idea. What are my immunizations? I I never know if they're up to date. Well, the one you have to get every 10 years that's best for you and the public is Tdap. That is the tetanus, diphtheria, and pertussis. Yeah. To our caseworker, if you're listening, I'm super healthy and up to date. For everyone else, I don't know but I'll get it. <laughs> um, find out your employer's policy on adoption leave. Check. Done and done. Did that. It's the same as for birth parents. Two weeks paid for me. Zero for you. <laughs> Just no money for me. Just no money. Um, but Charlie, if you're listening, let's talk. This is one I wanted to highlight. Get both parents up to speed. A typical scenario during the adoption process is for one parent to take on the role of the prepared one while the other parent remains blissfully ignorant. Now is the right time. No. Now is the time to right that imbalance at least a bit. That's true. You know, Emily, I've been meaning to talk to you about this. I think that I've really been carrying this load by myself (laughs) for a while. Mm -hmm. And I would love to educate you a little bit about what it's going to be like to bring a tiny human home. Okay. There it is. Please do. Proceed. Absolutely. Well, later. Oh, okay. Not Off in front the of mic. our friends. Off the mic. Um, read adoption books and articles. We're doing that now. Done. Um, well, there are a few more books that I want to read. Some about adoption, some about just parenting in general. I bought The Happiest Baby on the Block. That's a highly recommended book. And we still have one to read for the the weight um about transracial adoption Mm -hmm. so we'll do that which coincidentally we're going to a class for that tomorrow tomorrow you're right so i'm really interested to hear about the stories that come out of that 
I know they have multiple families who are going to be telling their stories and talking mm -hmm. about things they learned and yeah I think it will be very educational indeed and tomorrow's your birthday so tomorrow is my birthday that's what you get to do on your birthday thanks for remembering oh you're yeah. welcome we're actually going to incorporate I didn't a throw bit. you a party last night or anything <laughs> we're going to incorporate a little bit of a game into our class tomorrow because before we go to the class we are going to eat hot chicken and the game will be can we make it through the class Without having to go to the bathroom. Ew. Hey, I call him like I see him. You're the one who eats it way too hot for anyone to tolerate. Let's not talk anymore about bathroom habits. Hey, listen, this is a this is a podcast about adoption. Children will soon be in this picture, and they also talk about bathrooms. All right. Well, that's, that's one of the things that I was going <clears> to <throat> talk to you later about, just about kids. Okay, how yeah. they work and live their lives. Yeah. Well, next is get parenting practice. So friends, Done. kids, we see them. We love on them. We haven't babysat them, but we could. So friends, if you're listening, call us. We're available. Sponsor us. <laughs> Choose a name. We have one picked out that we would want maybe, but we feel like we need to meet the kid first. So just to make sure that it, you know, can live up to the name. <laughs> Because it's, it's a, it's it's a, a big strong name. name. Yeah. And we're not going to be those parents who name their kids something in, unpronounceable. Is that a word? Sure. Um, or that's hard to spell. Dispronounceable. I don't think that's a word. Im impronounceable. Or has any weird nicknames. So we don't want any of those things. Those are our requirements. We already have the last name of Cox and that's going to be hard enough in middle school. So, we're going to make it a normal human name. <laughs> well, you said it was. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it was my middle name in high school, in middle school, and high school. Your middle name? My good grief. <laughs> I'm so flustered. <sighs> yes, it was my last name. <laughs> Up until right now. And and continuing. Here we go. All right. Next is pamper yourself. I did that on Friday. I got a massage. It was excellent. Nice. Start a journal. Neither of us are journalers. No. Um, I just I just tweet everything. Right. Yeah. On I your secret Twitter account <laughs> that no one knows about. Um, organize your closets, drawers, and cupboards. We are doing that progressively, but we always are doing that. Yeah. Right. I mean, what Emily lacks in knowledge and education about the child <laughs> and the process she makes up for in keeping us very organized oh thanks for which i am eternally grateful but really we do i do a lot of organizing all throughout the year and like decluttering i do well recently we had our basement leak fixed if any of you remember back to that dramatic episode the most dramatic episode of this podcast. The most. <laughs> um, we had some water getting in our basement. And so we had that fixed. It just needed to happen. And we bit the bullet and did it. Couldn't so, have been a worse time to spend that kind of money. But yeah, you know, had to so happen. currently everything that was in the basement is still in the basement, but it has moved all into weird places and covered in plastic. And the concrete is now dry, which is great. So one of these days we can move everything back to where it was. 
Yeah, but part of me is wondering if it's even worth it to move everything back until we go through it and like re maybe even rethink how everything's laid out. Yeah. Because clearing out that work table made a huge difference on space. True. And it looks like we would have a lot better storage if we use that more efficiently. So yes. let me add it. <laughs> this is a weird one. Learn how to take decent pictures, especially of children. <laughs> That's so creepy. <laughs> sounds creepy on the surface like with a telephoto lens from your van Ew. <laughs> like that no i hope not i think fortunately we have good phones that have good cameras and um what's that other thing uh oh common sense that's what it is so pictures check you're weird um Tackle your someday list. This says, learn to knit, play tennis, dance, play the guitar, anything that you've been meaning to do someday. Or for the mere, more puritanical amongst you, tackle your shoulds. Catch up on that stack of paperwork, the clothes that need to be mended, or anything else you should do. That's a very strange distinction. Why is that puritanical? <laughs> I'm just picturing like an Amish person. Yeah. They're like, we're not, not that, I guess. I shall not engage in the sin of tennis. No. I shall repair these broken clothings. <laughs> oh, man. But I will uh, say tennis, guitar, dancing. Did it today. Don't want to brag. Here's one. Shop garage sales for baby items and toys. We actually don't even have to because we have two wonderful friends who are already like, let me unload stuff on you. And I welcome it. And I hope they do. I said, if you want to lend get rid of or um, sell anything that you used because they both had baby boys within the last year. Um, Watson, you gotta stay over there, buddy. He just wants to be part of the recording. He really wants to be on my lap again, but I'm afraid. Um. <laughs> so no garage sales for us for the foreseeable future. Now, interestingly enough, I did uh, drive by a yard sale the other day and I almost thought about us going to it to see what they had you know maybe some baby stuff but it was just broken glass and knives so yeah we're not allowed to have any of that decided it was not in our best interest nor would we pay for that yeah let's see get a local or national newspaper from your child's birth date cool but i don't know how we would do that i mean we'd have to remember and if we know when it's happening, I guess. Yeah, that's true. We would we would do that for sure. I like that idea. And cook and freeze meals for the weeks back home. Fortunately, we also have amazing friends mm -hmm. that want to set up a meal train for us. I know. We need to do that. Rachel, well, we'll get back to you. <laughs> we need to send her some ideas of what we like from restaurants and stuff. She requested some specific stuff to put on the, the page. Just anything with anchovies, mushrooms, weird food. Octopus. Gross. <laughs> um, and then well, this one, decorate the nursery or child's room. We are kind of doing that slowly, but the nursery is not a big deal to me. And especially after attending that um, class at, at work about caring for your newborn or whatever it was infant safety for sure i just she she was explaining that 
you know, your baby's going to be sleeping in your room for six months. And I know some people do it ahead of time because they might not have time to do it later. And, you know, you're nesting and whatnot. But I think we'll just do it slowly over time and get things as we can afford them and or need them. So we're going to just kind of make a priority list and work our way down. And not a lot of that is falling into the nursery category right now. Exactly. And also as adoptive parents, we were kind of cautioned against getting everything ready like right now, because even though we are approved and available for placement, it could be a while before we actually have a kid. And so that might Mm -hmm. even be worse and more painful than the wait is having a room that we walk by every single day that's ready for a kid when there's no kid in sight. Yeah, I don't know if and and we have not been waiting long and that may very well be the case for us, but I don't I haven't really been thinking about it from that angle, but I do think that's possible. And so, yeah. We'll just keep going at our own pace and prepare it when it's I don't know, when it's ready, piece by piece. Yeah. So that was it for the list. I think, um, well, we mentioned our basement project that got already done. Mm -hmm. We might do a few other little projects to kind of get things in order down there. That's where our laundry is. And we're not going to be wanting to be spending time down there uh, if it stays in its current state. So we'll definitely get it back to organized eventually. Eventually. Someday, someday, maybe. What other projects? I don't know. We'll think of something. Something will come up, naturally. It always does. That We can always find a way to spend money when we don't need to, or maybe when we need to, slash want to. Yeah, either or. We're trying really hard to be good savers, and um, yeah, I hope we get to do some small travel. That's not really a project, Mm -hmm. but... We We have a small travel trip planned travel trip yes we do tell Hmm. us about the travel trip well the small travel trip is going to be to chattanooga slash atlanta in a couple weeks That's right because we're going to go to ikea we're going to get that crib yeah if you didn't know ikea sells an 80 dollar crib and it's like very modern and very highly recommended highly recommended it's solid wood it just looks really like what we want and we're just going to get it and it's going to be great and eighty dollars who can beat that and it'll probably sit in a box until we have news about a kid. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. The crib mattress is the most expensive thing from the research I've been doing as the prepared one. I mean. Oh, you, you were, you yeah, were talking the, for me. Sorry, the research you've been doing as the prepared one. I'm still blissfully ignorant. Yeah, that, that, that's what I was telling you about the, the mattress. Mm-hmm. It's expensive because you want to make sure you have one that's breathable mm-hmm. so that. It's breathable. Yeah. Safer. Yes. that That's what I said to mm-hmm. you that recently. Is, yeah. I was mm-hmm. just quoting you. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, and I guess that's about it. I mean, we don't really have much more to update past that, but yeah. we could do our culture capsule. We could. We could do it just right this second by inserting a cool sound here. What Do you want to go first? Oh. <laughs> um, no, I need a minute. Wait, I just remembered one. What is it? Well, for those of you who don't know, I'm a celebrity trivia buff. 
and I don't know why, but I love reading about celebrities and I never feel good about it after or there's really no benefit, but it takes up a lot of brain space. So I'm just going to share it. I'm just going to get it out there. So Kim Kardashian had her fourth baby and named it. I told you, what was it? He can't even say it. <laughs> it's Psalm. Psalm West. Like the Bible, Psalm. But what was, the, what was the third kid named? Chicago. <laughs> so she's made she, some interesting choices, but I don't... She's on a roll. I will say I don't think Psalm is as weird as Chicago. I think Chicago sounds like it was trying real hard. Psalm is one of those names that you're like, huh, I haven't heard that before as a name. All I can think of is salty the psalm book what is that well it's a thing <laughs> p-s-a-l-t-y salty oh like, pasalty yeah you know my boy pasalty this psalm book <laughs> Tell anyway us about it. uh well it's a terrifying giant anthropomorphic hymnal or psalm book Ugh. and he wait like the little guy with teeth in harry potter the teethy no, book <laughs> not that. that that's the uh the monster book no, Salty is a, like I said, an anthropomorphic psalm book, and he sings, and there's life lessons. It might it might that not be a thing anymore. Really creepy. It was a thing when I was a kid. When sounds I was like a kid, they would have it at Chuck E. Cheese, except a Christian version. Pretty much. So just church. Church <laughs> is wait. Church is Chuck E. Cheese. What like a Christian version of, of Chuck E. Cheese? As far as the singing and dancing cartoon characters go. Church. Anyway, when I was a kid, I went to a Salty the Psalm book concert that I remember nothing of, thankfully. You blocked it out. Probably. Clearly. Um, But I do remember vividly that right after that show, DC Talk was performing in Tyler, Texas at the Oil Palace. I was too young to go. And of that, I am remorseful. Mm-hmm. That you were too young. Yes. I wish wish you'd been older, babe. I know. Wish time worked I mean, that way. honestly, I wish we'd all been ready to see DC Talk play oh, when I was a kid. Oh, wow. Hello. Anyway, okay, your turn. What's your culture capsule? Um, I actually, yesterday, for the birthday party that my wife uh, threw me, I made a dish that I've been planning to make for a couple of years now. Yes, I threw the party, but he did all the work. It was great. I Tell us about it. One of the best birthdays Let's I've ever had. Let's rehash it. It was really good. Yeah. So it it is. It was inspired rather by this uh, YouTube channel um, called Binging with Babish, where this man in New York recreates the food from television and movies. And so one of the dishes that he did that he featured early on in his YouTube career was from a movie called Big Night, and it centers around this dish called timpano and the dish is absolutely crazy so it involves a bunch of different components each of which um ideally is handmade and it's got and you did and i did i I did it to the letter um so i I made some red sauce i did some pasta uh meatballs that had everything in them yeah four kinds of meat five kinds of meat oh well i guess almost different kinds of meat some of them are pork Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, a, three different kinds of cheeses, also chunks of Genoa salami, um, and the whole thing is prepared in a giant six-quart Dutch oven 
and it's all wrapped inside of a pastry dough crust. It had eggs in it too, hard boiled. Oh yeah, hard boiled eggs. Mm-hmm. And then so you, then like you bake it for a while, and then you let it cool for a while, and then you turn it out, and it looks like a cake just before it's been decorated. But then you slice <laughs> into it, and it's it's something else. Let me say, it really was. I I did wonder because it. Well, it's basically like a lasagna inside. I mean, with maybe more ingredients than you put in your average lasagna, but a lot more. It was like the crust was so nice and like it was a great texture and then everything in it though was really soft. Like I kind of wonder how long they let it rest in the picture that I saw cuz it was all like perfectly it must have been cooled completely or something when they photographed it. Maybe so. But anyway, it doesn't matter what it looked like when it was sliced because it tasted really good and everyone loved it. Even yeah. there were a bunch of kids that ate it. Mm-hmm. I mean, what's not to like in that? Honestly, yeah. It's it's When it comes down to it, it's just meat and cheese and carbs. <laughs> and it was, and egg. Yeah. it was pretty dang good. Lots of protein. Lots, lots of, protein. of fat. Yeah. That's what but every growing boy needs. I'm really proud of you for making it. And he spent... Only a mere 11 hours over the weekend perfecting every piece of it. So I'm proud of you for doing it. And let's not do that again for a while. I will say it was one of the best birthdays I've ever had. Even better than last year's bring your own pizza buffet party. I said it was one of the best. Okay. So they're, that was they're in too. the category of the best. Like top three. Sure. What would be the other top? I don't even know. Third. Um... I don't really have a vivid memory of another birthday. Did you ever like go to Fiesta, nope. Texas? I take it back. Birthday? I oh. had a birthday party at Applebee's Skating Rink in Tyler, Texas, and I got not one but two. Yes, count them. Two awesome neon green Nerf pistols that were <laughs> the coolest thing ever, and I played with those things until I'm sure I broke them. So two are about food, and one is about Nerf guns. I mean, it was. Roller skating, I'm pretty sure I was wearing a pretty dope navy blue tie-dye t-shirt. Oh, I was picturing you in a windbreaker. Bowl bowl cut, sheet cake, (laughs) Nerf guns. Wow, what a dream boat. I know, right? Mm -hmm. I should probably bring that back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, bowl cut. Mm. I'm doing it. (laughs) I doubt that. That's, That's part of, actually, in my extensive research, that's part of what you should do while you wait. Is oh, indulge, get a bowl cut. Yeah, and indulge your your weirder hairstyle. They're decisions. just like bangs that go all the way around. Yeah, That's what a bowl cut is. It's awesome. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, let's cut us ourselves off there and finish up. Sounds like a plan. Well, until next time. If anybody has any questions or comments or has anything you want us to talk about, or rude remarks. Yeah, I mean, keep those to yourselves. That's what my youth minister used to say. Questions, comments, rude remarks. This is a family podcast. If you have anything you want to reach out to us about, please send us an email at kiddingourselvespodcast at gmail.com. You can also shoot us a DM on Instagram, as the kids say, at kiddingourselvespodcast. And we would love to hear from you. Literally. It's crickets right now, (laughs) but we want to hear from you. Don't text us. Don't call us. Send us an email so we can validate the existence of our email account. Yeah. And if you haven't yet and you're liking the show, leave us a review and share it with a friend. Those are our only requests besides Instagramming us. Yes. Make us go viral like the cold. Spread us everywhere.
Till next time. Okay, bye. If you'd like to help bring our kiddo home, head over to adopttogether.org slash kiddingourselves. Our theme music is by honoraries and volunteers featuring Brian Cox on drums. Deep into-